Hey there, hi there, ho there, kindness warriors. Thank you for joining me for another episode of The Kindness Warriors Podcast, a place where you and me and all of us get to come together for a short amount of time and just fizz each other up. We get to feel that little old sparkle of razzle-dazzle in our day. We might laugh, we might cry, we might think a little bit harder about something we haven't really thought hard about in a while. Heck, we might just spend a bit of time together decompressing. Whatever it is today, whatever you need, I hope you get it here. And if you don't, I hope you find it somewhere else because you know what? You damn well deserve it. Kindness Warriors, let's go. Well, hello. Welcome back, Kindness Warriors. Let me just adjust my little microphone here. Ah, there we go. That's better. How are you? Like, really, how are you today? Um, people have been asking me that question a lot lately. Folks are fairly observant, saying things like, hey, you've been a little bit quiet on the old socials. You haven't been posting as much, writing as much, doing as much. Uh, and yes, y'all are very observant. Uh, I am in, I don't know, this little transitionary part of life. I won't call it the doldrums. Um, but you know, I think just taking things in right now. Taking it in, feeling stuff, packing boxes, doing the adulting. And I think when you are in a moment of taking things in and observing, then one of the kindest things you can do for yourself is to go easy when you're not outputting as much. Um, I know from my perspective that a lot of the work that I do, a lot of the interactions that I have online, a lot of the the brand stuff and the projects that aren't one-on-one um, -on -one or interpersonal, it means that for like the last 20 years, I have had to output and output and output. And whew, I tell you, I tell you, I had a, a harsh little crash about 10 days ago. And weirdly enough, I know this is going to sound really strange. I started to practice what I preach. That's right. I uh, realized that I do not need to output all of the time. There is a moment for the input, and that is now. That is when I'm sitting and, you know, watching the world go by a little bit. And looking at, I've, I've been unpacking things around the house and packing things back up around the house. And, you know, this morning I found some cards from my Grandma Roma, some birthday cards. And I just let myself sit on the floor and have a little boo-hoo. I traced her handwriting with my fingers and, and just missed her and sat in that moment of missing and smiled my little ass off. <laughs> I tell you what, I smiled and smiled and smiled because it was nice just to feel her presence. It was nice just to feel her presence. So whatever season you are in right now, you know, it's okay not to always output. Um, you are a human 
not a resource for consumption. And I have to keep telling myself that. I also have to keep telling myself that like, you're valid and you are amazing without having to have external people tell you that all of the time. And wow, what a humbling lesson to learn. I think it's going to take me my whole life to learn that um, as a as a born again people pleaser. Um, yeah, it's just one of those moments of time where uh, thank you for noticing the quiet. Um, but the quiet is a beautiful gift right now. And I'm really enjoying it. And I also realize the irony uh, of the fact that I am, I'm outputting right now. I am uh, making this podcast and talking to you. And, you know, I, again, though, if this feels like this feels intimate, this feels kind, and this feels um, like it's filling my cup instead of emptying it. And maybe that's the season I'm walking into now is the full cup season. Um, not my bra. Because <laughs> let me tell you, uh, I haven't done, yeah, we won't go there, but I do not have the fullest of the cups and that's fine. We all get to have our own shapes and, and bodies and things, but you know, I will just never have the bosom that I thought I would. <laughs> not without some medical help. I don't know why I just went there. Everything's fine. We're great. Um, today I wanted to talk about some of the things that I have been noticing as I've been taking in the world around me in the last few weeks. And I've kind of put these bullet points down and I've called them bells and whistles, being weird, titles are for wimps, go with the flow and be big. So how does that sound? Let's, let's settle into that a bit. Now, bells and whistles. Um, one of my favorite sayings, actually. I love something with some bells and whistles, a little bit of razzle-dazzle, a little bit of sparkle. Wow, that was a hard thing to get out. Razzle-dazzle. Razzle-dazzle. Razzle-dazzle-frazzle. It frazzled me. Um, bells and whistles, it's like, uh, you know, bread and circuses. We need both to survive, right? But the bells and whistles, they're just like that little je ne sais quoi, that little something extra that just, you know, if you had a tail... It'd be wagging. And for me, I've been noticing that the more bells and whistles something tends to have, uh, the less truly valuable or helpful it is going to be. Now, I am going to preface this with saying I'm only talking about vacuum cleaners right now. <laughs> That's right. It is uh, a rainy, windy, cyclonic season here in Auckland. Surprise, surprise. Yes, it continues. But it is also fall or autumn. We are heading into winter here in the southern hemisphere in Aotearoa, New Zealand. And all of the leaves are falling off the trees. We've got a big kauri outside our house. So all of the seeds are, are blowing around and they're everywhere. So I've been, I've been doing a lot of vacuuming. I've been a, a real right Cinderella lately. Um, I should also preface this and say that I do love a bit of vacuuming. There's something just, you know, a little bit like you turn yourself off, you turn this vacuum on and you see this floor that's got little, I don't know, little reminders of the outdoor that's come indoors. And then, you know, you whir and you whiz and you buzz and then all of a sudden, wow, you have got a clean house. Well, you've got clean carpets and clean floors. Um, 
I have been using our new vacuum cleaner because our old Dyson vacuum cleaner died. And so um, we got a new vacuum cleaner. I did not pick the new vacuum cleaner out, but let me tell you, it's one of those stick vacuum cleaners, the upright, um, bagless, let me tell you, bells and whistles. It like honks, it buzzes. It's got, it's got headlights. It's got headlights. So when you are in dark places, or if you want to vacuum at midnight and not turn on the lights overhead, you can just vacuum with this little baby. One thing it doesn't do well is suck. The whole point of a vacuum cleaner is to suck. So I've been, I've been in this house vacuuming a bit, just giggling every time because I end up on my knees and just picking up little bits of lint, little reminders, little, little, you know, seeds and leaves and autumnal goodies instead of this thing. Like I turn it on. It sounds superb. Wow. Sounds like a V8 engine. And that headlight, whoo, she shines, but it does not suck, which means it kind of does. <laughs> so I think the whole part of the bells and whistles, what I'm telling you right here and now is whether it's your vacuum, whether it's your car, I don't know, whatever it is, if you are buying something for a function or you're looking for value, look past the glitter, look past the headlight and make sure if something's supposed to suck, it literally does. Otherwise, it will. Right. The next subtopic here today I wanted to talk about was being weird. And the fact that through a lot of the coaching I've been doing recently, and a lot of the kind of homework and soul work and mentorships um, that I've been engaging with, with some of the most amazing humans I've ever met, a lot of the time it is taking a long time for us to get into a silly place. And by a silly place, I mean a place where we can drop the charade that titles and money and stuff and awards and recognition and industry uh, hullabaloo and shenanigans matter more than just being with your people in a moment and laughing at the most random things. I find the people in this world who can lean into their weird. And let me just say that weird for me encapsulates the beauty of creativity. Um, from the time my daughter was little, one of the things that we've always done is just sing silly songs. We will make up songs to melodies that already exist or not. And we love to do this all of the time. When, it, when I'm in a work space, I always try to show up as much as I can, depending on the context. And I would love it if all of us just remembered that the things we usually love the most about other people are the things that are actually different to us. They're those little like spicy flourishes, those tickles of sparkle around the edges where you go, <laughs> you just surprised the heck out of me with that left field comment uh, or that whiz bang fire dad joke that was well-placed, or I mean, find me a better time than somebody knows, than somebody who knows how to drop a killer, that's what she said, joke, like at the most awkward moments, like where propriety says you should cringe, but 
you got to go into another room because you're laughing so hard. I love that. And I will tell you that the most successful people I've ever met, and success being a relative term, the happiest people, happy being a relative term, they are all people who lean into their individuality and who find so much joy and just mirth and hilarity in the individuality of others. Oh my God, I almost just said individuality. Lord forbid. If I had an editor, I'd tell the editor to edit that out, but I'm the editor, so we're keeping it. Hashtag individuality. (laughs) Says your lesbian host. So, well, there you go. There's some weirdness for you. Be weird. Lean into it. Have a laugh. Life is so serious these days. Work is serious. The economy is serious. Everything is serious, except for us if we choose not to be, right? Everything is made up. The only thing that matters is how you view the world. And perspective is everything. Which brings me to titles are for wimps. Now, I say this as somebody who, when I left the corporate world, and I left my title, and I left the money, and the teams, and everything else, I spent years two years literally unpacking who I was, the things that I liked, because I wasn't quite sure I knew what I liked anymore, um, and unpacking the, the weight of self-importance um, that I had put on my title. And titles don't have to be just job-related, right? Uh, one of the exercises I like to do with the folks that I work with, especially the one-on-one Um, the mentorships and the coaching is I like to have people give me an elevator pitch about who they are. Introduce yourself to me, but do it without any ownership or title. I don't want to know what your title at work is. I don't want to know if you're a wife or a mom. I don't want to know anything about ownership. I want you to introduce yourself as who you are without being owned. So hi, I'm Cassie. I'm a storyteller. I am passionate, passionate about equity in media for women and girls and diverse artists and audiences and sports players in this world. That's a little bit about where I'm coming from here. So I'm trying to unpack the weight we put on, hi, I'm Cassie. I'm a mom, my title is founder and director of, like that kind of stuff, meh. I don't wanna know that about you, I wanna know what you're passionate about. What's the song that makes you cry every time you hear it? Have you heard a new album that you love lately? What's your favorite movie from childhood? Is there a Broadway show you can, com- you can quote from beginning to end? Do you like to go for hikes? What do you think about spending time in nature? Are you an indoorsy person, cat or dog person, or no pets? All of these kinds of things are so much more important than your title. When you are on your deathbed and you're looking back on your life, you are not going to think about the stuff you have. You're going to think about the memories you've made and the company you keep and the love that surrounds you and sustains you as you go. So when I say titles are for wimps, chase that title, chase that dream, but make sure you don't confuse your title with who you are.
The next one is Go With The Flow. And this is another one. This probably goes all the way back to the, the beginning of today's episode when I was telling, telling you about how I'm kind of in this moment of taking things in and just watching the world go by and figuring out what I've had stored away in this big old house by the ocean for years and then figuring out what I want to keep and what I don't and really realizing that most of the things here in this house that I've worked so hard for aren't mine and that's okay. Um, but you know, it's, it's all of the lessons of, of slowing down and going with the flow that remind us of who we are. When I think back to leaving the corporate world and not knowing what was going to happen with the closed borders and realizing I hadn't lost myself. I'd just forgotten to, um, recognize moments in which I felt alive when I took enough time to do that and to go with the flow, I started to realize that the things that fill my cup is helping other people and it's music and it's sports. And once I knew that, let me tell you, the flow just started flowing. And I think that's because once you kind of get an idea of what you like, nothing, nothing is specific. Nothing is specific. We turn left and our life changes. We turn right and the story that we thought we were going to write is probably going to be completely different. Everything in this life is flow. Everything in this life is happenstance and chaos. And somehow it all tends to come together when you are comfortable with the coming together. We're all afraid of falling apart. Um, I've been so inundated with beautiful, kind, lovely messages over the last few weeks after losing Pete. And everybody's checking in and, and wondering if I'm crumbling. And the truth is, no, I'm not. I'm going with the flow. Sometimes I can feel him and his presence around. And I smile. I smile so big I can hear his laugh. Sometimes I miss him and I cry. But you go with it and you flow with it. And that, my friends, is how you grow right? That's how you grow is by just sitting, sitting in the hard stuff, moving through the hard stuff, and then going, hey, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. The last thing on my list for today is be big. This is a hard one in a world that tells us, especially as women, and especially as diverse women, to be small. We are told to be small, to take up less space at all times. I was talking to my friend Van earlier this week and saying that, hey, you know, it's uh, eating has not been what I'm good at lately, which obviously means I am a little bit stressed and grieving and all of these things. And so like my skinny jeans, they're fitting pretty loose. And when I see people out in public, what do they say? Wow, Cass, you look amazing what are you doing? Are you exercising more? And I'm like, no, I'm grieving and I have no appetite. Um, but the fact that so many folks want to comment on how I look smaller instead of in the moments where I'm bigger and stronger, curvier, more confident, happy, all of those things, it just reminds me, especially, especially as a woman, it reminds me that we need to take up space we need to remind ourselves to take up as much space as we can. And that is physically, 
mentally, spiritually, emotionally. It is not up to us ever to make ourselves smaller. It just isn't. So uh, I'm going to take a leaf from that book and start to sign out. And then I'm going to go get me a snack because I feel like that's exactly what my body needs right now. Um, Weekly fizz up. I wanted to say that this week has been a superb week for my friend Vanessa over in the States. I miss her very much, but she is doing her music stuff. She's got her mom visiting her. She is a superb friend who's always checking in on everybody. And I just wanted to fizz up my buddy. Um, We are planning the next season of our Aid and Abet podcast, um, all while she juggles um, a lot, all while I juggle a lot, and all while we shitpost each other all day, every day, and tell each other how much we love each other. That is, that is the best thing in the world, friendship. Same goes for everyone else who's been checking in, Van and Holly and Laura and Chloe, Mandy, everybody. I just, I can't thank you enough. My mom, uh, my brother, so family, friends, all of y'all, you've just, you've just really put my heart and mind at peace and I love you so big. Um, I think the biggest fizz up though this week goes to my girl, Chelsea. Chelsea, I am so proud of you. You're a good girl. Any hoozle bamboozle, that's this week, my friends. We talked bells and whistles. We got weird. Well, <laughs> I got weird. We talked about titles being for wimps. We talked about going with the flow and being big. And uh, that is all for me. And I hope that helped you a little bit. And um, I promise to speak a little bit more eloquently next time. But right here, right now, done is better than perfect. And stick a fork in me, y'all. This gal's done. Having lived a perfect life. Perfect is the last thing I want to be I'd rather wear the scars Of broken truths and broken hearts Than sitting around wondering about whether I might bleed I want you to get married and baggage to a stranger on the strip Skinny dip in the ocean, look I don't give a rip Smoke something stronger than a marble cigarette, oh I want you to sip every whiskey, take one too many shots Buy on the pricey with the money I ain't got All the things that I ain't conquered yet I wanna live a life I regret